This is Voice Over Work, an audiobook sampler. Where do you listen? Today is Saturday, November 5th, 2022. Happy birthday, Mom. From Peter Holland's recently released audiobook, we have a section from The Brain Mechanic entitled Oxytocin. Oxytocin is all about human connection and bonding. This love hormone is released anytime we bond or cuddle and is associated with better mental health, monogamy, more satisfying relationships, and characteristics like loyalty and trustworthiness. Thanks for joining us today for this bonus episode from Peter Holland's new audiobook, The Brain Mechanic. This neurotransmitter is all about human connection and bonding. It's released anytime we're close to others, and because it feels good, it has encouraged our species to be pro-social and empathetic. Oxytocin has found to be high in pregnant women during and after labor. The chemical stimulates uterine contractions as well as breastfeeding, and in men and women during orgasm. Interestingly, it's low in teenagers and those living isolated lifestyles. This love hormone, which is released anytime we bond, cuddle, or have sex, is associated with better mental health, monogamy, more satisfying relationships, and characteristics like loyalty and trustworthiness. It's not as simple as that, though. Oxytocin is sometimes thought of as an emotional amplifier. While it increases sociability to those we trust, it may actually increase feelings of distrust to those not in our inner circle. And though the chemical can sharpen our social memories, a 2010 PNAS study found that it just as readily strengthened negative social memories as pleasant ones. In this experiment, men were given oxytocin, then asked, to write about their mothers. Those with positive memories wrote positively, but those with dysfunctional ones only described more vividly that dysfunction. Clearly, it's not a question of whether a neurotransmitter is good or bad, healthy or unhealthy. Rather, it's about finding an optimal level of oxytocin. You'll know your levels are too low if you struggle to feel affection for others, lack empathy, or don't enjoy social interactions and communication with others. Low oxytocin can also result in a kind of mechanical, loveless sex life, or the inability to orgasm. It can also lead to depression, aggression, and a certain lack of joy and sparkle in life. These symptoms could be due to certain disorders like autism or schizophrenia. But for most of us, low oxytocin comes down to purely one thing, stress. In fact, there's an inverse relationship between the stress hormone cortisol and oxytocin. When we're stressed, we can disconnect from others, but being disconnected may exacerbate our stress levels, creating a vicious cycle. How can you increase or balance oxytocin in your life? The good news is that boosting oxytocin is usually free easy, and enjoyable by definition. Giving birth, 
breastfeeding, having sex, or being in love release potent doses of oxytocin. But you don't need to have such full-on experiences to add little oxytocin bubbles throughout the day. Any non-sexual contact will do the trick, including hugs, cuddles, holding hands, massages, and eye contact. You can even stimulate oxytocin release by giving yourself a small massage. You can also give a gift, tell someone you love them, do yoga or other mind-body exercises, listen to music that makes you feel good, enjoy a leisurely meal with friends or family, try loving-kindness meditation, have a hot bath, play with a pet, have a good conversation with someone you care about. One foolproof way to build more oxytocin in your life is to consciously create feelings of trust. Trust encourages oxytocin release. Of course, it's not a good idea to trust someone who is untrustworthy. But if you trust nobody, you lose out on opportunities to experience that oxytocin rush. The trick is to start with realistic expectations of others that build trust gradually and surely. In our world, the default is to be suspicious of others, but commit to courageously taking a risk and sometimes moving out of your comfort zone. Be a little vulnerable with a new friend or trust someone with a new task, even if there is a small risk of disappointment. Sometimes we can increase feelings of trust simply by not being so quick to judge or condemn. Make a deal with yourself that you will delay judgment in ambiguous situations and give everyone the benefit of the doubt in the first instance. In Stephen Covey's 2006 book, The Speed of Trust, The One Thing That Changes Everything, he explains how we also need to commit to being trustworthy people ourselves. Communicate openly and keep your promises. In time, each little engagement and connection will build a trusting network around you. If you deliberately and strategically seek to be generous with your time and trust in others, they will respond in kind. Follow your gut a little more. Take time to get to know people and have a little faith in the good intentions of others. Finally, stop thinking in terms of transactions and what you can get from people or what they can get from you and think in terms of service, relationships, and interdependence. Consciously and deliberately cultivating trust this way navigates a path between too little oxytocin and too much and finds that sweet spot of connection and contentment. This has been The Brain Mechanic, How to Optimize Your Brain for Peak Mental Performance, Neurogrowth, and Cognitive Fitness. Written by Peter Hollins, narrated by Russell Newton. Amazon.com has more information regarding the author and this book. Show notes and further information can be found at RussellEricNewton.com. With a collection of trivia, research, news stories, and knowledge from some of the newest audiobooks on the market, this has been the Voice Over Work Podcast, brought to you by Newton Media Group, a family of creative services.